The Midwest Film Nerds Podcast is now available on Stitcher Radio. Download the free Stitcher Radio app from the Android and iTunes app stores to start streaming our show today. Hello and welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Willie. I'm Tim. I'm John. In this episode, we'll be chatting about news coming out of SDCC 2014, yes, San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. I'll be reviewing Brett Ratner's Hercules and getting into some feedback from you guys. You could be featured in our feedback section, uh, facebook.com slash Podcast. Great way to get a hold of us. Even better way to get a hold of us, email us, feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com, or call us at 248-733-5MFN. That is 248-733-5636. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast, and check us out at midwestfilmnerds.com for all past episodes with show notes. But before we get into uh, this year's SDCC, I just like saying that a lot. <laughs> Comic- San Diego Comic Con. That's Diego. way too way too long to say. Biblical day. It's terrible yeah. way to say. Um, we're gonna update you on the summer movie wager. What's going on there? Uh, there are some big shifts. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. But um, this weekend, Lucy won the uh, box office battle and took forty three point eight million dollars. Hercules opened in second at $29.8 million, and then uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes took third with $16.7 million. Um, the robots in disguise are still edging closer to a billion dollars. They haven't hit there yet. Um, they are at $966.5 million worldwide at number one for the summer. I don't think that's going anywhere, guys. I think we can probably just assume that that's staying where it's at <laughs> no. and not being dethroned. But... I. We'll see. Well, what has a chance of dethroning that? What has nothing left? Nothing, right? No, no. You don't so. think Guardians will have a hit like that? <sighs> you know, I Guardians will make money, but not that kind of money. Not that kind of money. What did Transformers make its opening weekend? Do you remember? Was it? It was crazy. Was it? it was. Okay. It was because like, my guess for Guardians is probably like seventy. Uh, seventy to eighty is probably a safe. Yeah. Eighty would be very, very good. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, number two has not moved at all. It's X Men: Days of Future Past at seven hundred thirty-nine point five million. Uh, Maleficent has bumped down Amazing Spider-Man 2 and is now in third with $715.1 million, okay. which means Amazing Spider-Man 2 is in fourth with $706.3 million. Uh, Godzilla's in fifth at $498.3 million. Uh, in sixth, we have How to Train Your Dragon 2 at $424.1 million. In seven, we have Edge of Tomorrow with $359 million. At eight, debuting on the list finally, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes with $354.4 million. Which, of course, means that uh, somebody had to get bumped off. Sorry, Fault in Our Stars, you're not there anymore. But better luck next time. Uh, at number 9, we have 22 Jump Street with $278.2 million. And at 10, we have Neighbors with $256.8 million. Neighbors is hanging on there. Yeah. It really is. Not for too much longer. It was a pretty funny movie. I don't yeah. know if you guys I haven't saw. seen it yet. No, it was pretty funny, yeah. I've heard good it. things, so... Um, this weekend, we have Guardians of the Galaxy and the James Brown biopic, Get On Up. Get on up. Get on up. Get on up. <laughs> it's a hot tub. It's hot. Um, <laughs> will it make me sweat? So we're going to get into... Don't go watch the movie. Just watch James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub yeah, Party yeah, from SNL. Yeah, if you can... It's actually not on YouTube. I, like, it's hard to find. I, I think they're all on Yahoo now. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I know it's on the disc, uh, the best of Eddie Murphy SNL, which has... Large number of fantastic skits on it, but yeah. the the lead skit is James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub Party. And if you have not seen James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub Party, you need to see James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub Party. Please do that. Yeah. Uh, we should be reviewing that this week. But anyway, um, we're going to get right into our Comic-Con news roundup for you guys. Uh, obviously, we can't cover everything that's coming out of Comic-Con. There's about a trillion announcements in the world of movies, video games, TV shows, comic books. They actually have comic books at Comic-Con still. Surprising, actually. Um, media circus. Anyway, I hate Comic-Con. Um, so, I just hate it because I can't afford it and I want to go. That's really what's going on. I, you know, I was thinking, like, I used to really want to go to Comic-Con, yeah. and then I look at it, and I'm like, I can't deal with it at my age right now. Like, I, I would... Yeah, you know, I mean, there's people camping out uh, I'm not gonna like, do overnight and yeah. that, just can you imagine the smells like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it it's so hot there and it, yeah and, and honestly you're waiting to see glimpses of of badly edited you know no special effects right. footage from stuff that you can see in like a, less than a year so. right anyway but, so let's talk about but it, let's talk right? about it all right so um first thing on the list uh marvel tv has had kind of not i wouldn't say hit or miss but 
it was a bit of a bumpy ride for Agents of Shield in season one. Um, this this in this fall where we be getting the second show, Agent Carter, which is of course a spinoff of Peggy Carter in the world in World War Two, kind of coming into her own as an agent of Shield and the founding of Shield. They had a one shot on the um, was it the Iron Man three Blu-ray? I think so. Um, yeah. With her, and it was very cool. I think I think we all liked it. I don't know if John, if you had seen that. No, one. I haven't. It was pretty neat. It was kind of a throwback, uh, almost Indiana Jones ish, mm-hmm. I guess, but with a female lead, and uh, she was pretty badass. Nice. So they're turning that into a show. I believe it's a shorter show. It's not a 22-episode run. I think it's a mid-season. Yeah. Uh, kind of filling in the in the gaps there. Um, but it landed a few directors. Um, Louis D'Esposito, who directed the short, the the one-shot, okay. is directing the first episode of the series. Very, very cool. He's been involved with, um, with the Marvel Cinematic stuff for a long time. I think he's done most of the one-shots. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm excited to see him do it. I think he's got an eye for it. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. And then um, we have the Russo brothers doing episodes two and three. Okay. They directed Captain America the Winter Soldier, which, I mean, I've loved. So I'm not going to complain about that. Right on. And then we got Joe Johnston, director of Captain America the First Avenger and plenty of other awesome movies. Yeah. October Sky. The Rocketeer. Yeah. Um, he's directing the fourth episode. So they, they've definitely, they're, they're taking this very seriously. Like, this is a top tier list of directors, I feel like. Um, and the Russos have done a ton of TV before. Uh, how, how do you feel, Tim, about kind of where they're headed with this show as opposed to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or are you more excited, less excited? Oh, I'm really excited for this. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm mainly really excited because it's 13 episodes. I think I've come around to that being, like, the perfect length for TV shows, like, a season. Um, no, this, I was, I wanted them to announce this when I saw the one-shot, the show, mm-hmm. and then they did, and I just think it's such a cool idea to go back, and Joe Johnson, like, directing like a like a period piece superhero like I can't wait. I mean, he already did it once with Captain America and I he's, he's got an eye for it and that's one of the cool things about 13 episodes too is I think you can get a higher concentration of these kind of directors with a shorter amount and that's I think you see a lot of that with I know Breaking Bad mm-hmm. had a lot of name directors and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm very excited. Very very cool. Um my 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 concerns about the the mixing I guess of the TV and the movies and is it too much going out at once? I, I don't think it is too much going out at once, as long as the quality, main, they maintain the quality. I mean, right. it's, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was kind of bumpy. Have you seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., John, at all? No, I ha- I, it's in it's in my uh, Amazon Prime queue at okay. the moment. So I plan on watching it at some point, just okay. haven't had an opportunity quite yet. So. One of these days, we'll we'll see what you thought about that. We'll talk about that. But anyway, I, I'm excited, and I, I think that um, if we can kind of steer the ship uh, closer towards where the middle of that season was, in terms of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then if Agent Carter is going to live up to the promise that these directors are, are definitely right. uh, giving us, then we're, we're in for a cool season of shows, I think. so. And what's nice about, I think, Agent Carter, with it being set back before these movies come out, is mm-hmm. they have a little bit more free reign. And that was, I think, one of the problems. I didn't watch much of S.H.I.E.L.D. I wasn't crazy about it. But I think one of the problems with it is t- having it tie into the overall universe got kind of, I don't know, it didn't work for me and one of the nice things I don't think they really have to do that with Agent Carter she can just go around having adventures for 13 sure. episodes and I think that's really cool so yeah it's they're le- they're less tethered to that the movies and they they don't have to be as afraid to like right. feature characters that you know although I will say this um I you know this wasn't on the on the docket but they did add um Bobby Morse uh, Agent Bobby Morse Mockingbird Hawkeye's long long time uh romantic interest in the comics is going to be a regular on season 2 of Agents of Shield so that's okay. kind of cool Cool. They're kind of adding more comic book characters. But anyway, um, we're going to get right through the rest of this Marvel news, because there's a bunch of it. Um, Ant-Man is uh, a bit of a source of controversy, like, for the last, how long? Six months it has been? Yeah. Um, we've lost directors, gained directors, lost them, gained a new director. Um, but regardless, uh, we, we they lost Patrick Wilson, who was one of their leads. Um, I don't think we even knew who he was playing. Uh, I didn't even know he was in the movie. Yeah, well, he was. <laughs> um, Patrick Wilson was in the movie. Um, and they actually lost a couple other actors, too, uh, ones that were in smaller roles, I guess. And obviously there's a lot of speculation about, did it have anything to do with Edgar Wright leaving the project? Are they pissed off that they don't have him on board anymore? And, you know, I think that the general consensus is probably it's a, it's a scheduling thing because this kind of throws everything out of whack. Um, but I don't, we don't know. Anyway, it's a bummer because I like Patrick Wilson and if he pl- was playing a villain, I mean, that'd be great because he hams it up with the best of them. So, who's seen the A-Team? I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. That guy's chewing scenery like crazy. Um, yeah. The other piece of Ant-Man news we got is that Evangeline Lilly is, is in the movie because they've been badly hiding that for a while now. 
and she's playing the daughter of Hank Pym, of uh, Michael Douglas's character, the original Ant-Man. So I, I'm curious to see what you think, Tim, about... I know that you're not a huge Ant-Man fan or anything. I mean, you're not a diehard Ant-Man fan. But um, like, what do you think about the whole Wasp situation there? Because, I mean, clearly she's not the lead. Yeah. The lead female. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I don't know how you feel about it, but... I'm still in the same boat with this movie. Yeah. And the Wasp thing, I, I mean, it... <laughs> I don't have any ties to it, so I don't really know what to say there. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling for it now more just because I like the director. I like Peyton Reed, mm-hmm. and I want to like I want to be proven right on this. Yeah, sure. And I think that's most <laughs> important for this movie. But no, he did something really cool at Comic Con. I don't know if you saw this, Willie, but he he showed a picture of him. He was in like a punk band in the '80s when he was younger, mm-hmm. and he one of the flyers he had he drew himself as Ant Man as the drummer. That's and awesome. I thought that was really cool. So now I'm, like, double pulling for him. Because he really liked Ant-Man way back Yeah, before. like, he's an Ant-Man fan. He was a big, like, who is who does that? In, I mean. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I mean, the only other thing I want to say about this panel is Michael Douglas was really gross. Yeah. During, really gross. <laughs> like, he was, yeah. he was really, like, he was dirty. Yeah, he was really. talking about some pretty nasty stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, good for him, I guess. I don't, he seems to, like, really want to get that out there lately. I, th- I think he's single and ready to mingle. I mean, right. <laughs> he wants to. He's at Comic Con. He's seen some weird chicks all over the place. He's like, I haven't gotten weird in a while. Right. I'm ready to do it. You know? So it's time to get weird. I'm pretty sure that that uh, hotel security was called to the scene of him with like 17 Catwoman cosplayers. Yeah. You know, um, just surrounded by them, <laughs> crawling in Catwoman cosplay. Um, no, yeah, he was he was pretty weird. There was a strange line about popping cherries. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. Michael Douglas is gross, but he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but he's awesome so. Yeah. Um, John, how do you feel about Ant-Man? Do you have, I mean, were you interested in it? I, I mean, I really, I don't know much more than what you guys have talked about on the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, all things said and done, all the Marvel movies that I've seen lately are fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty open to seeing it. And I don't want to say that my expectations are set really high. But I'm, it's enough to where I want to see it, and I, I mean, how bad could it be, I guess? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay. I don't like the helmet. The Ant-Man I don't, helmet. I don't okay. like the helmet. Okay. Yeah, I'm not okay. crazy about it. It looks too much like Star-Lord. Okay, all right. It um, couldn't possibly be worse than Transformers 4. I'm just going to throw that out there. It couldn't be any worse than that. It probably won't be, so... <laughs> No, I mean I, I, I'm pulling for it too. I really am. I hope that it, I hope that it succeeds. I hope this Transformers cool. bashing streak keeps going. No, it's going to be until until we stop reading that it's number one. <laughs> it'll it'll be. It's a theme for the whole year. Yeah, the year of hating Transformers. Um, <laughs> until we see turtles. Yeah, and then we can hate on that a little bit. Um, so they they actually they also screened uh, footage from Avengers: Age of Ultron. I'm not going to tell you what's in the footage because I don't know if anybody wants to know. Um, but it sounded awesome. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, uh, James Spader was in tow, which is great, and I think his voice will lend itself very well to that. Apparently, he's super creepy in the trailer. He's got kind of like a weird marionette thing going on, which is spooky to me. It freaks me out already. Um, and then Josh Brolin came out on stage with the Infinity Gauntlet on and like thrust it into the air and looked super villainous, <laughs> and it, that made me very happy. I was like, Josh Brolin's having a good time right now. Did like, you? Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. Did you see the picture of Buzz Aldrin? With no, the Infinity I did not. Gauntlet? I did not. He was wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. That's Buzz Aldrin. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I did see a picture of Michael Rooker wearing it. So apparently they were passing it around backstage. <laughs> I, I like to think that Josh Brolin, Michael Rooker, and, and Buzz Aldrin were just hanging out backstage. Right. Just, yeah. Like, hey. Like, it was like a conch. Like, Watching my, Michael Douglas float around the Comic Con floor. Picking up <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, there are descriptions online of the footage. Um, it sounds very cool, very dark. Um, I'm excited for it. It was cool to see the whole cast kind of assembled uh, on stage again. Pardon the pun. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. <laughs> I didn't even get the pun. Good yeah, pun. it wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> anyway, but I, I don't know. I, I think we're all excited for Avengers. I think that goes without saying. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really say much. I mean, the footage, the description sounds awesome. There's one scene in particular that I can't wait for, and it's not the scene. I mean, it's kind of the scene okay. that you might be thinking of. If you've read the description... Um, Ah, there was something else I wanted to touch on with this, but I don't remember. I will say I almost felt a little bad for James Spader, and the reason why I say that is like he like this is like his moment in the sun to come out and be like I'm playing Ultron and I'm so excited to be the bad guy, and then like all of a sudden Roland walks in and he's like Fuck you, Spader. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that was kind of the sucky thing about Marvel's um, 
Well, I'll touch on it when we get to Guardians, but they ruined kind of a lot of the uh, surprises they may have had or the big deals they may have had, like, before they got to their panel, I thought. Yeah, there were a lot there of the not, stuff leaked. Yeah, there were not a lot of surprises coming into this yeah. Comic Con, which is actually not not in terms of comic book movies, which is usually where we get our big announcements. But I don't know. I you know we'll see. In regards to announcements, uh, James Gunn that was what I was still is, thinking. Yeah, is officially coming back to direct the sequel, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and we have a release date already on that one, July twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. So clearly, Marvel has a lot of confidence in this one, and I think that the reviews have been very kind so far. Um, we'll find out next week what we think, but. Um, yeah, it's. I wanted to throw that out there. I think it's very cool. It shows that they've they clearly like the guy and that they like what he's done with the property. So very excited to see that. As long as the first one's as awesome as it looks, we'll see. Um, we also got our, on the DC side of things. We got our first look at um, uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yes. Um, we've been we've all had kind of varying degrees of excitement slash nervousness slash just not caring on the show right. about this one. Right. Um, I mean, it's been, a, this has been a bit of a roller coaster too, you know, I mean, between the Jesse Eisenberg debacle and, uh, the Ben Affleck debacle and stuff. The Ben Affleck's not a debacle. No, I know it's not, <laughs> no, it's not but, but, but right. for, that's but the thing I'm most excited about. The world, it, the world yeah, responded yeah. quite, uh, mixed. Violently. Yeah, right. <laughs> there were riots in the streets and people died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> much like Man of Steel, yes. right? Yeah, no, actually, that, the, the end of Man of Steel is actually what happened. <laughs> when um, that's why he's so mad at Batman in this film. Nick's gonna hate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, they showed off uh, Gal Gadot in her Wonder Woman outfit, and Gal Gadot, when she was announced, there was a bit of I don't know, a bit of a, a bit of content, bone of contention among fanboys because they were kind of angry that she's not Amazonian enough, she's not big enough, she's not bulky enough. And I mean, to be fair, Wonder Woman's a very hard character to cast. Like, it is hard to find an actress who is physically imposing, but also, like, Wonder Woman pretty. Like, you can't cast a female bodybuilder right. in this role because she's not going to look like Wonder Woman. She's going to be huge, but, you know, I don't know. It's right. just, so anybody they were going to cast was going to be kind of bad. But I will say, we, we've all seen the costume... I think it looks sweet. I, I think it looks cool. I mean, it's kind of what I expected, but I'm right. I'm down with it. What do, you, what do you guys think about Wonder Woman, John? Uh, I, I thought it was funny. After the picture was released, someone on Reddit had posted a picture of uh, the, the that picture, and it said, this is what I thought of when they released the Wonder Woman photo, and it was Wonder Woman next to Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> it's, and yes. they're pretty That's damn awesome. close. No, they're very <laughs> close. I didn't think of that. That's funny. So, um, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I'm not particularly excited by any means. Sure. So it, it really had no effect on, on my well-being. <laughs> right. You're like, eh. Yeah, it was whatever. I mean, it's cool. It's nice to see, you know, cool costuming and all that good stuff. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff. Sure. The, the, art, the art aspect of everything. But I don't really, whatever. It, I'm just whatever. Kind of meh about the whole DC comic. I mean, nothing to me is going to top the Dark Knight trilogy, and that's okay. just because I'm obsessed with those movies. Sure, but fair enough. I'll, I mean, I'll see where it goes. I guess when when it comes out. But but in terms of just the costume itself, you weren't like offended by it. No, I was. I was like, whatever. Like okay. cool enough. Like Zena. Yeah, Zena. <laughs> Tim, what what did you think? Zena? I no, I yes, I did think of Zena. <laughs> I a lot of people, but I what do I not think of Zena? No, honestly. <laughs> that's true. Um, no, I think it sucks. I don't like it. Okay. I think it's boring. Okay. I, I think it's bland. Um, I but I will say this: I don't really care. No, over, I mean it's not going to affect. I haven't liked really any of the DC costumes. I think they're all kind of bland. Okay. Um, but I am. I will say I am excited to see Ben Affleck's Batman costume because it's very much like the Frank Miller yes. Batman, and I really have wanted to see that. So that I will say I am excited to see, and I didn't get a chance to see the bootleg footage. I saw the picture of Batman. Yeah, we should say that there's there is there was also footage screen for um, Batman versus Superman, and I will talk about this because there are no spoilers in this. It is literally like uh, like a thirty second hype video, basically. It probably won't even be in the movie. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman is in a, a kind of a, an enhanced, more robotic looking version of the Batman suit, which is kind of taken directly from. Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, which mm-hmm. is, like, one of the quintessential Batman stories of all time. In that story, of course, the two fight kind of, I think for the first time, really have a flat-out brawl ever right. in, in comic book history. But um, he's in the suit, and he shines the bat signal up into the sky for whatever reason. He's shining the bat signal. And, of course, in the light of the bat signal, down floats Superman, 
the eyes glow red and the, you know, cut to the title. You know, very, very effective. It certainly got people on the floor like, oh my god, like, this is actually going to happen. Right. You know? Um, and I'll admit, like, even as somebody who's not a huge DC guy, like, the fact that we're going to see these two on screen for the first time is pretty exciting. I mean, it's... it's No, and... In the sense, almost in the, like like the Freddy versus Jason sense. No, the, you know what I mean. Like like it's like two titans, kind of you know. And Frank Miller said this, and I've always agreed with it when it came to those two characters. Frank Miller has said like I don't think Batman and Superman would like each other, right? <laughs> like, and I've always kind of agreed with that. That's why the the Justice League has always kind of bothered me in a way when when like Batman and Superman are friends, and I'm like I don't know if they would be. I don't but, feel like they go to the bar together or anything. No, especially know? an older Batman, <laughs> like an older Batman, like is it? Yeah. So he's a bit of a curmudgeon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and he should be, especially when youthful Supermans are running around. Like bastard. Yeah, yeah. His money can't buy him. Right. Um. So, I, yeah. No. I the footage sounded really cool and actually got me excited. I I kind of want to watch the bootleg. That's um. The nerds that want to go to Comic Con used to be better at bootlegging things, from it. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not good, good at they suck yeah. now. If you're a comic this generation comic. is a waste. Put a GoPro, <laughs> in your, put a GoPro in your lapel or something. It's, it's probably something. a lot harder to do. Yeah, you know, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm not normally a conspiracy theorist, but I'm, I'm kind of of the belief that usually if. When something gets leaked, it's because the studio is okay yes. with it getting leaked. Right. Um, that's the way I see it. I, you know, they have enough security people on hand that they could pretty much confiscate every cell phone in that in that hall mm-hmm. with no little to no issue. And if they choose not to, they probably don't mind it being out there. Because right. all it does is create hype. So. Oh, for sure. Um, but anyway. I just remember watching the, like the old Spider-Man stuff, and it was oh yeah. It was, it, the things have gotten way steadier that have leaked too. Like they've got because like the old Spider-Man stuff, it was just the cameras running around. And you, you could tell see, what's going on. And yeah. it was just people were going Ooh, the whole time. <laughs> you couldn't make out any words. So maybe we have, maybe we have grown. We, we, yeah, we, we've advanced slightly, perhaps. Um, all right, so out of comic book stuff. Um, we're going to move into Godzilla, um, which, you know, we've talked about Godzilla on this show before. We've reviewed the, uh, the new film. You wrote an article. I wrote an article, actually, about this subject, about, uh, what kaiju, or giant monsters, I would like to see in the sequel. Um, big Godzilla fan, and there's a lot of iconic Godzilla villains or allies. And, uh, the kaiju were officially announced for the sequel to Godzilla. And, uh, we're going with Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah. And those are probably the most iconic Godzilla villains out of any of them. So I, I, I could not be more excited. Like, right on. Uh, this is, it's, it's it, I mean, I love Rodan, one of my absolute favorite kaiju of all time. Mothra's hilarious. Like, I hope the twins are in this movie. If the fairy twins are in this, little Asian fairy twins are in this movie, <laughs> they sing and they summon Mothra. <laughs> so like good. It's so good. Um, uh, if they're in there, I'm, oh my god. I'm just, I'm gonna lose my shit. And there's a three-headed space dragon. That shoots lightning from its mouth. So, yeah. like... They're going big. They're going big. Yeah. And I know that... I know that, um... Uh... Gareth Evans... Gareth Evans? Edwards. Gareth Edwards. <laughs> this is the hardest Don't thing. Don't look at me. One of you needs to change your name, Gareth. Gareth's. Um... Is back and has said that, uh... He wants to do something kind of akin to, um... Destroy all monsters. And this certainly fits the bill. So... Tim, how... I, I mean, this is amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted Mothra to be in it. I was thinking, I can't remember what I said on the Godzilla episode, but I was thinking they should go with just, I, I think I may have said just go with Mothra. Sure. And, no, I think I said Mothra and King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. So Mothra and Godzilla could team up to fight him at the end. But this is, I mean, yeah. We could have three monsters teaming up to fight right. King Ghidorah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's insane. And, I, and typically Rodan and Mothra are kind of, they, they kind of became more ally type characters. Yeah. So. And I think it's, I think you can see where they're going with it when we get to the other announcement that they got coming up. Uh, it was by the same studio, right? Yeah, yeah Legendary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Legendary. So I think you can kind of see where they're leading to it. It's really exciting. So, um, no, this is great. And I think we were the biggest champions of the first movie on the show. And that's what I was going to say. I so. think there was a little bit, from what I can tell, there was a kind of a mixed reaction to the first one. I don't mm-hmm. think people necessarily disliked it, but I think you kind of had to go big. After the first one, um, yeah, I don't think you could go with just one or two. I think you kind of had to go crazy monster. So. Yeah, awesome, John. Um, I don't know what you thought about Godzilla, the new one. I don't know if you've seen it or. Oh what? yeah, I saw. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Sweet. It, it, awesome. it was enjoyable. Good, the, we the, got some taste on this. Thing. I know. <laughs> right? The human acting was kind of just like forgettable, right. in my opinion. But that's not why you watch Godzilla, right? But. Um, <laughs> 
No, it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, did the kaiju in the first one have names? Were they they were called the Mutos, right? Um, but they they were just, I think it was just male Muto and female Muto, right? But so. they weren't like a, a, another character. No, they past. were original original creations. See, I think yeah. that's that's what that's probably what everybody wanted was to see recognizable sure. monsters. So that's kind of the studios just appeasing that. That audience, sure. Yeah, I think I think I I think it's really cool that they kind of saved that, just because like this is the first time we've seen Godzilla in what ten years yeah. I mean, in any form. So it was. Um, I, I'm glad the focus was on was on. I mean, the Mudos were a huge focus too. But I'm glad that the one main recognizable monster was Godzilla because that way all the, the right. Well, they're they're, they're establishing the, him, you know. Right. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reestablishing him for a whole new group of people. So, right. Yeah. I, I'm really excited for this. Can't wait. Um, Tim had mentioned another announcement. Um, there is a, a King Kong prequel slash reboot slash whatever we don't know yet called Skull Island uh, in the works. It was announced for 2016, um, and we should say I think Godzilla was announced for 2017. So um, I, from the same studio. So are, are we headed towards King Kong versus Godzilla, like the the Redux? I mean, if they do well, yeah, we better. I'm sure people will want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I always thought Skull Island was one of the most interesting parts of King Kong. Uh, it's the it's the only part of Jackson's King Kong that I like. Yeah. Well, and Kyle Chandler, I should. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> but um, no, I mean even the original. I remember. Yes. I've always felt like the King Kong story, and we've seen it so many times now. Um, as soon as they leave Skull Island, I become less interested. I'm like, oh yeah, all right, whatever. He's in the city now. I mean, which is weird because you would think you'd be more excited about him smashing buildings. But right. I, I'm very excited to see Skull Island because I think I think what Jackson did with it was insane. Like the Skull, yeah, the Skull Island stuff is amazing, and Peter Jackson's uh, the last one, and everything else. Like, there's a lot of boat riding in that. There's they're on, a, boat they're on a boat forever, and I just <laughs> was like, get to Skull Island. So this will be better. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> this will have more Skull Island. Yeah, probably. and but what's nice about this is it seems like the studio has like a plan for this group of movies, and I think that's really cool. And I think that's what you have to do yeah. nowadays. I, I mean, um, so I'm excited, and I hope it leads to a crossover because it'll be awesome. Yeah, they definitely need to make King Kong bigger, bigger yeah. than the, he is in the normal movies. Because the last King Kong, I mean, it did it did okay. It didn't do as well as I think, but I think that's because I mean, I think people just want to see King Kong. Yeah, I don't think people want to put up with yeah Adrian Brody and like some like tramp kid running around yeah. like asking for nickels or whatever happened yeah, in the I first hour. Of the movie. <laughs> so. I usually skip the first hour. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do. I think I've only seen the first hour once. Yeah, um, but I, I it was out of the it was out of like a Best Buy one time. And the dinosaur part was on. Like it was amazing. It was yeah, the best yeah. thing I've ever seen. So. so good. And the creepy worm things and stuff. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts, John, on King Kong? Oh, I'm on board. Sweet. I'd love to see that. That'd good. be cool. And I, I, I did like the Peter Jackson one a yeah. lot. So it'll be cool to see someone else's take on it. Yeah, for sure. I, we don't have any any talent yet. On, on no. Talking. What did they do though? Didn't they show something? Uh, there might have been a, just like, like a, a like a little like sizzle reel kind of thing like. Kind of hey, like the... Yeah, I, I don't know. Remember the Spider-Man one with the two towers where he stopped? That was yeah. so cool. Yeah. So. That was classic. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, a few more things for you guys. Uh, the first footage from Mad Max Fury Road, a movie that's been long in development, um, from original series director George Miller, uh, was shown off for the first time um, at Comic-Con this year. And I'm a Mad Max fan. Tim, I know you're a Mad Max fan. John, are you a fan of the series? I'm on board. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's been a while since I've seen them, but I'd be happy to see a reboot. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at all these reboots is now that we have the technology to make things like really, really cool. Like we might as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, let's keep it simple. I like it. Um, Tim, what did you think about the footage, man? Oh, Oh. this is awesome. That sound. This is the this might be this is my favorite thing that came out of Comic Con. I think it's a lot of people's favorite. It's so good. It's so cool. Um, Yeah, I'm on board with this. I think. I like all three of the original Mad Max movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I I can't remember where people stand on Beyond Thunderdome. I, I, I don't remember. It's mixed, I think it's a mixed bag. Yeah, I liked it, though. And um, I love, yeah, I love the first three, and I can't wait for this. I, will, I just think it's really awesome that he's getting a big budget right now in 2014 to go back to Mad Max. Like, that's amazing to me. And uh, Tom Hardy looks sweet. Uh, Charlize Theron looks really cool. I mean, a lot of the side characters, just the side stuff looks... There's a couple. There's a stunt towards the end with uh, like the poles or like where they're grinding. It's just amazing looking. There are shots in it that I, that are just incredible. It blew me away. Um, yeah, I cannot wait for this. 
Yeah, the, the vehicular carnage just looks ugly. Yeah, the trailer was sweet. I mean, yeah. that was a sweet trailer. Yeah. Hands down. And even, like, again, I know with the dubstep, it wasn't quite dubstep this time <laughs> no, in the trailer, yeah. but it was, like, some industrial-ish thing going on, and it, I dug it for real. But that fits the, the oh, movie, Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, you've got the, I mean, it sounds like grinding metal. Yeah, which it, was, is, it sounded like old-school Nine Inch Nails to me. And yes. I, I was, like, yeah. totally on board with that, so. Yeah. It fit, actually, if it fits the movie, I'm all for it. Yeah. So... Um, well, that's awesome. I, we're all excited for that. I, I'm, I can't wait. Right. Um, uh, next, we have a the, we have a couple of items that Tim really want to talk about. Oh no! Uh, we that's, are we going to that? Okay. Yeah. Um, the debut of the Tusk, the trailer for Tusk, yeah. Kevin Smith's horror film Tusk. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Tusk, Tim, and and what's going on with that, and what the trailer was like? I can't really tell you what's going on. With no. That. No. Uh, well, basically, what happens from what I gather. From the trailer, because it's an odd trailer, and mm-hmm. it's odd to the point where it's kind of interesting to me. And but a po- Justin Long plays a podcaster. What? <laughs> a podcaster who goes to the north to film some to interview a guy who. Oh, God, I can't remember, but he's tr- like he turns people into walruses or something. I can't remember. You have to read the plot because what I found interesting about this. It's kind of like a human centipede okay, type deal, sure. and he turns people into like walrus, and he has them stay with him. It is whatever. <laughs> okay, it sounds amazing, this, right? Like it's so out there. I, Kevin Smith, I haven't really liked the movie of his in a while, but he's doing things right now that, like, if you would have told me ten years ago where Kevin Smith's career was going, like, I wouldn't have said this. No, so that's no. why I'm really like I'm gonna watch this movie, and yeah. um, but the trailer is so weird because it starts off really jokey, mm-hmm. and then it gets into Michael Parks, who was in Red State, and he was in uh, Dust Till Dawn and a bunch of other stuff. He's mm-hmm. an older actor, and he plays he seems to play the villain of the piece, and kind of like the mad scientist. And okay. then it gets kind of like regular horror movie, and like, like kind of scary, and then it ends on. A joke in the trailer, so it goes back to being jokey, and it's all over the place. So this I, could Red, be a mess. Red State was too. Red State was like what? what? Like it was right. totally crazy and all over. Right, and I don't think he, he he stuck it. And I'm with Red State, and I hope he like I I'm pulling for this because yeah. I, I I mean it looks so weird that I I can't not. So I, I had literally zero interest until you just gave me kind of a poor plot. <laughs> Um, so I'm, yeah, no, I, I'm going to watch the trailer. And but Haley Joel Osment is in it, too. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you are all responding the way I am, then I hope that we all have the same reaction to this trailer. Well, I, I knew absolutely nothing about it, but it sounds interesting to me. Yeah. So. yeah. And it looks smaller than Red State, and one of the problems I had with Red State is it tries to get too big at times, and it becomes, like, he starts, it, it, Red State has one of the worst action scenes I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. It's so poorly shot. And I'm hoping when he goes smaller with something like this. Yeah. And then he says he plans on making a Canada trilogy, too, which I don't know what's, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Anymore, but he's doing what he, like, he's doing what he wants, so. If he's happy, <laughs> who, who might have take that away from him? I don't know. So. All right. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's it for Kevin Smith this week. Um. Crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> um, there is a Mike Tyson Adult Swim animated series yeah. coming out. Please yeah. tell us about that, Tim. He plays a... Um, it's, a it's an Adult Swim series, and it's Mike Tyson, and he seems to be going around solving mysteries with a ghost who is played by Jim Rash of Communities, the Dean on Community, and he wrote The Way Way Back and, um, oh, the George Clooney movie, The Descendants. Okay. Um, he's co-writer on that. Academy Award nominee, I believe, <laughs> and so he play, he does the voice of a ghost, and then Norm Macdonald plays a like an oversexed pigeon, from what I can gather from the trailer, <laughs> and and Mike Tyson has a an Asian daughter in it as well, an eighteen year old Asian daughter, and they go around in a van and they're solving mysteries, and there's a line in the trailer, and Mike Tyson's like, I've got to fight. Like I gotta find the he's talking about the chupacabra and he's like I gotta fight the chupapabra it's the only it's the only thing who I haven't kicked the shit out of before <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing I think I ever heard in my life I died laughing at it oh, so oh go out of your way to watch this trailer at least oh my god Tim thank you for bringing both those things no to problem. our attention and uh, you should be thanking him uh, listening audience because I sure am going to. Um, that's it, that's it for that's it for that that's all the most important thing the things that came out of the comic yes. that's it right there uh, mostly those last two so <laughs> screw all that other stuff um, <laughs> once you know about the Mike Tyson Adult Swim animated series nothing else matters 
Um, all right, that about does it for news this week. Um, let's get right into Hercules. Let's just jump right all in. Right. Are you guys ready to get into some some Greek mythology? Let's do it. Uh, yes, because <laughs> that's what this movie's about. It's all about it. <laughs> um, Brett Ratner did his did his research here. Um, the IMDb synopsis for Hercules says, having endured his legendary 12 labors, Hercules, the Greek demigod, has his life as a sword for hire tested when the king of Thrace and his daughter seek his aid in defeating a tyrannical warlord. That's really wordy. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Uh, is that the plot of this movie, guys? I, I okay. guess. <laughs> I didn't really. Um, so... I guess we should start by saying, are we fans of Greek mythology, boys? I know. I, I mean, I, I, I was into mythology as a kid. I like this kind of stuff. Okay. I was more of an Egyptian mythology guy, I guess. Right. I kind of liked all of that. Okay. Like Egyptian, Greek, Roman, all of that good stuff. I, yeah, I'm sure. a fan. It may, a lot of it, a lot of my appeal comes from how a lot of the old masters of art used to, you know, carve these marble sculptures of the sure. gods. And I always, I'm big. I like seeing those sculptures. I think that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um and, and just the overall mythology, I'm I'm always open to reading the stories because they're fun and like new interpretations of them, or like you know seeing someone else's like artistic interpretation of these mythologies. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm down. Yeah, and it seems like we're kind of on a back on a roll with these movies coming out now. Yeah, we've got uh, Gods of Egypt is something that's been in development for a while too. So I'm really okay. excited for that. But anyway, uh, Tim, are you are you a mythology fan? No, no, <laughs> no. I know Hercules through the Disney movie. Ah, yes. <laughs> Glad and the gladiator, yep. Hercules, and then I know um, him through <laughs> the Kevin Sorbo Hercules, but only uh, really the crossover episodes with Xena because I really only watch Xena. Okay, more Xena talk. Going right back to episode. Xena. I, I, I have a Xena magnet on my fridge, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. If we can get more Xena talk into this podcast, yeah. I think it's yeah. good for everybody. We'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I don't really know anything, okay. and I can. T- I don't think. I don't think the filmmakers no. know much. I think they're on the same boat as me. So. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess I asked this question because um, uh, that's going to kind of fit into how I feel about this movie in terms of in terms of uh, how it portrays mythology. I guess. Right. <laughs> I guess. Um, anyway, um, John. Before we before we get into this the review proper, I know that you saw another film this weekend. Yes. Would you like to tell us about that? Yeah, I saw Lucy this weekend. I did a double feature of Hercules and Lucy back to back. Lucy was okay. Okay. I, and just to be really broad in general with it, it was very fast paced, which was kind of cool because it felt it was a very you know just I I felt like the movie was over very fast, but I didn't it didn't bother me. I didn't feel like I missed anything okay. really. Um, I was a little disappointed that Morgan Freeman didn't play a bigger role. I okay. felt like it, the trailers kind of put him out there as being a huge part of that movie, mm-hmm. and he's really not. Okay. It literally just follows Scarlett Johansson like through the whole thing, okay. and she's involved in like every scene with Morgan Freeman. So it's kind of like he's not even there. Okay, but it was it was okay. It was, I I don't think it's worth seeing in theaters necessarily, but you know, worth a rent for sure. Okay, or That's cool. or a pirate. Depending I, on how you right. roll, it sounded similar <laughs> to uh, Limitless with Bradley Cooper. I thought about like I don't know, just like the plot did, like the whole idea of opening up parts of your brain and stuff. And it went way further with it than Lucy. It looks like I mean, she's doing all sorts of. Crazy she did shit. a lot of crazy shit, which is and the fight scenes were pretty cool, and it was pretty action packed. Like I said, it was very fast paced. So like, it, it I think it was only like an hour and twenty eight minutes or something like that. Yeah. It's very short. Um, but it was still it was it was solid. They kind of just throw you right into it. It literally like the first five minutes of the movie. You're you're already like jumping like right into her being involved in whatever situation she is. I don't want to spoil anything, so right. Uh, but it's it's it was good in, okay, cool. in the sense that like I would you know when it comes out on video, I'll probably rent it again just to like give it another go. Right. But I wouldn't say like go spend twelve dollars on it because I don't think it's worth that much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, I was, yeah. I was interested in seeing. Yeah. yeah and I like Scarlett cool. Johansson. Yeah. And it's a Luke Besson joint, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Always bringing them powerful women. He is. Um, he is. Yep. Now. So Lucy wasn't worth the price of admission in the theater. Was Hercules worth? No, not at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Especially because again, I had to watch it in 3D because of the stupid timing. Um, <laughs> it, I will say it was better than Transformers Four in my now opinion. We're talking. There it is. So I had to bring that up again, uh, but that may be overselling it. It's it's. I don't I don't want to get into too much spoiler territory with it, but the mythology aspect of it, like, is over in, like, the first four minutes. <laughs> so if, if you were hoping for mythology, listeners, don't bother, because it's not there. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel like that's a fair warning for, for people. Right, um, and that's, that's, like, one of my biggest gripes. My other huge gripe is every movie 
that takes place in this time period or with these sorts of people, you know, Greeks, Romans, whatever, that area of the world, you always end up with people with British accents. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it makes no sense. And then on top of that, you have Dwayne The Rock Johnson just talking in his normal voice. <laughs> I was. I'm sitting there like, how this is so not immersive by any means. No. But I, the action scenes were cool. I guess the fights were pretty sweet. Um, and I have one more thing I'll talk about in spoiler territory that I thought was pretty funny. So, um, that, but yeah, it, I, it's not worth seeing. <laughs> 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 Let me just cut it short there. I did. It's not worth spending money on. No. Okay. All right. Um, Tim, what did you think about Hercules? I mean, do I think it's worth spending money on? No, probably not. Maybe $2. Maybe like the $2 matinee. Do a a double feature, but do it at your house, I think. Okay. And then go read a book. (laughs) (laughs) So you feel smart. Um, No, I like this movie, but it's... it's, I mean, it's, it's really stupid. Oh, yeah. But I liked it because it never really winks. It's just... It's just stupid, and it knows it's stupid, and it doesn't care. So, I liked it because, I mean, I'm kind of stupid and I don't care. So, I maybe I related to this movie. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I had fun with it. I was very, I was hungover when I saw it, so that might help. Um, <laughs> maybe if you're drunk, too. Um, <laughs> maybe if you're day drunk. like Yeah, get day yeah. drunk and go yeah. see it. You had a matinee, so you spend exactly. less money. Spend exactly. your money on alcohol. Yep. Um, wine in a can. Exactly. Ooh, just roll into the theater with wine in a can. That's super good. classy. I like that. Um, the action scenes were fun. I actually, the action scenes I liked a lot. Okay. Uh, they're not epic by any means, but they're... They were cool. They're goofy in a in a B-movie Hercules type way. I yes. And they're kind of cartoony and wacky, and that's what the movie's going for. And I, I, Burr Hedder can direct an action scene. I don't yeah. think he's brilliant at it, but he he gets the job done from the work I've seen of his. Uh, he did the Rush Hour movies and... Yeah, I kind of feel similar to, similar to him as I do to, like, McG. Like, he yeah. can direct an action scene. Are yes. they are they particularly inventive or visually interesting or doing anything different than we've seen before? No, but he, they're just solid you're not an, Yeah, you're not annoyed watching them, no. like, some action scenes. So, um... No, I mean, I liked it. The Rock's pretty funny in it. I mean, he seems to be the one that gets it the most yeah. the whole time. He he comes the close to winking, closest to winking at the camera at times. But mm-hmm. he, I think he recognized like I'm just playing the Rock with like a beard and, <laughs> and, some sick and a, a big ass club at a club. Oh my god, I want to get into Hercules fighting style. Um, but he <laughs> and he wears. It's so funny to me because he wears. He wears the lion's head like a hoodie the whole time. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, um, there's some funny performances. This isn't a good movie, but I had fun with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had a very interesting Hercules experience. <laughs> um, I went to the theater, and it was... Let me tell you my tale. I went to the theater. It was pretty nice out. Beautiful day. Um, not a cloud in sight. And I get into the movie, and we're about an hour in, and all of a sudden, the, the projector shuts off. I'm like, oh, there's no video anymore. Okay. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette, because I didn't really like this movie that much anyway. So, <laughs> And then by then, they'll have it figured out. So I walk down, and as I'm walking out, the gentleman <laughs> the gentleman who's working at the, the usher, you know, whoever he is working at the theater, is like, like, hey, we just got it back on for you. I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to go smoke anyway. <laughs> okay. And he's like, he's like, how much did you guys miss? And I'm like, I don't know. It was like a minute or two maybe. And he's like, do you want us to run it back? And I'm like, no. Don't don't run it back. <laughs> Please don't. Anyway, but, but I, I went outside and it was like pouring rain. Like, just, just like, it was Jurassic Park. It was like, yeah. it looked like a hurricane. And there's dudes just running through the parking lot looking like they're about to get taken away by the wind. And, and I was like, I was like yelling like, Run for it! You know, like, when I'm smoking, it's like, like having fun with it. And I was like, this is the most fun I've had watching this movie. This, my, my halftime break, out in the... Anyway. But, um, I had to, I had to mention that. That was, that was, like, the most fun part of this movie. Um, I did not like this movie at all. <laughs> it was bad. Um, and, and the thing is, my, my biggest problem with this is, the trailers make it out to be something it's not even close to being. The trailers, actually, I thought were kind of fun. I mean, they had the okay. dumb Queens of the Stone Age dubstep mix. Right. They, they, I mean, this, the trailers made it seem like they knew exactly what it was, and that it was just going to be totally over the top, like the like old school Conan movie. Like, him just fighting monsters for like an hour and a half. Probably an hour and 20 minutes. Jonah Hex length. Like, mm. And I was totally okay with that. I'm like, sweet. I'm down. Um, but it wasn't that. It was kind of like... It was, without saying too much, it was trying to take the legend of Hercules, 
and turn it into an actual historical event. But then nobody told Brett Ratner that. Like, that that was the goal of the movie. So then he was directing it like it was a comic book movie or like it was some sort of, like, cartoon. And it was not. The script sucks. It's bad. The script's bad, and I actually think Ratner helps it. Honestly, I do. Like, I think the I think it's watchable because of him and him and the rock honestly and i think it's because i think i think he paces it decent and i think it moves the script is awful <laughs> yeah yeah it's not good and i think i guess i guess for me personally and like i said this this has to be talked about in spoiler territory because it involves some major plot points but if you're gonna tell the story of hercules why would you not tell any of the interesting parts of it <laughs> <laughs> Why would you literally blaze through everything cool about Hercules in the first five minutes and be and then just and then, a, and then just piss all over? Here's it. a generic version of Gladiator, right? A, an infin, infinitely better movie that you've already seen. Like, like I just I don't I I don't get it. It's yeah. a weird decision to make. And what's weirder is that there were two Hercules movies that came out like months apart, mere months apart. This and then Rennie Harlan's. Uh, Kellen Lutz vehicle. <laughs> they make a joke about that movie in this movie. I didn't realize that, but I need to hear it. Um, <laughs> and yet somehow neither one of them were like even remotely interesting. So I don't know how. Like, some, can somebody make a good Her? No, just stop making Hercules movies. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, it just it, it it missed the boat for me. And I mean everything from like the Beast Wars font that we've talked about. Like in the trailer, they had that awesome Beast Wars like. Transformers Beast Wars font when it said Hercules yeah. and I was like fuck yeah this is gonna be sweet <laughs> like, he's just gonna be ripping heads off of shit like I, I can't wait and no uh, it wasn't good guys this isn't a good movie and um actually it might be Tim might be right it might be good for like drink a few beers and like hang out with some buddies kind of movie maybe 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 I mean but only when it's like it, like cost you like less than a dollar I feel like this would be something that if it popped on on a Saturday afternoon when I'm sitting at home in my pajamas, right? I would probably just watch it. Anyways, yeah, ways just because it's there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, don't go to a theater. Probably don't do it. No, don't do it. It's not worth it. There's not. There's nothing here that's going to. You're not going to walk out going, "Wow, I'm glad I spent the money on that." And right. not because anything. Honestly, nothing is like horrifically bad about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just not good. It's just not good. It's just kind of bland and boring and and lifeless. I thought, except for the rock. The rock can be fun. Um, but The Rock may all, may be the biggest, like, strength of this movie, purely because he's, he does have a charisma, but he's also kind of the biggest drawback because he sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Like, he does not feel like he should be there. And, the, like, I see The Rock and I don't, I cannot buy into the fact that he's in a period piece movie. I just can't do it. And maybe it's, maybe it's my fault for just knowing him from, like, wrestling and, like, the Fast and the Furious movies and stuff. Maybe it's my fault as a viewer, but I... I no, it's, he totally doesn't. He just doesn't look like a guy who was walking around in the to me, like, in ancient... <laughs> no, he looks ridiculous. Yeah, he, looks like a, he looks like a giant Samoan dude. The like, hair I was ridiculous. The hair was so, like, just not believable. Oh. Yeah, it was not good. And then he had the lion hoodie on top yeah, of it. Yeah, and the lion so. hoodie. That was good. Um, how do they hide... These are these are the questions that you ask while you watch Hercules, or I ask why. Like, how do they hide... He has a giant tattoo. How do they hide it? In makeup. these movies. It's either CG it or makeup? makeup. It's probably okay. makeup. Yeah, or okay. a mix of both. I mean, it's, <laughs> they've got... There's that one company that specializes in tattoo cover-up makeup. Okay. I don't remember what they're called, but they've got a whole thing on the internet where you see that guy who's... He's basically tattooed his That's entire right face as a skull. Okay. And then he he's standing there, like, completely covered up. It looks totally normal. And then he uses the makeup remover, and you can see all of his tattooing, like, come it's out. Crazy. It's movie magic, ladies and gentlemen. It is. Movie yeah. magic. Movie magic brought to you by, by the rats and the rocks. <laughs> um, anyway, so I cannot suggest going and seeing this um, in the theaters. Maybe, maybe like a basic cable. Maybe it's uh, like a joke. You can send someone else. <laughs> yeah. Just, just okay, dude, like, I bought you a ticket, and then don't buy one for yourself, and like... Be like punked, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, wait till they're sitting in the theater. They're like, where are you, dude? They're like, I'm not coming, bitch. Ah! <laughs> gotcha. Uh, anyway, so anybody else got anything they want to say before we head into spoiler Terry on this bad boy? Nope. No. All right. Well, that uh, that about does it for our non-spoiler section of Hercules. Um, if you haven't seen it and you still want to, but you don't want to be spoiled, then don't listen to this next section. We'll be back after the break with spoilers, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see you there. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right, welcome to Spoiler Terry for Hercules. Um, John, you got anything you want to talk about here in Spoiler Terry? Okay, um, the main thing I want to bring up is... 
a Reddit post popped up a few days before I saw this, and it said, uh, what is the best use of a PG-13's one fuck? Yeah. And I think the line in this movie where Hercules flips over the centaur dude and he's like, fucking centaur. <laughs> it's probably the best use I've seen because I literally laughed out loud at that part. And it made no sense. Like, there was no reason to drop that Was line. that not truthful to the mythology? I'm thinking probably not. Okay. <laughs> right. Like he, it, I mean, I'm sure the idea of, like, men on horses somehow looking like centaurs, like... Was a real thing at some point, but like him, like flipping the dude over, and then just being like, "Fucking centaurs!" Like, come on! Like, it, it was a, it was a fist pump moment for sure. It, oh, it was it was so funny. Like, I, I was just, I, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. So, and, and he threw a horse. He threw a horse. He picked up a horse. And it's so good. I, I love that part so much. <laughs> and flipped it. I mean, yeah. he like he like did a judo move on the horse, like. <laughs> It, uh, kind of hip you almost, I always want people like even if you're not interested like if it comes on cable make sure you watch that part like I'll oh totally I'll try to uh, I'll, when the DVD comes out I'll timestamp that part and I'll let you know when it comes in in the movie and I'll just start I'll let me know give me your emails and I'll I'll shoot it <laughs> shoot you an email and I'll let you know you should write an article Tim just just timestamping the one part in bad movies that you should watch. okay okay I like this idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> Like, this is the moment you need to watch. What an excellent use of time. Yes, yeah. the abridged version of, of whatever. If you're going to watch this movie, just skip to this point yep. and call it a day. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, that's all I, I mean, that's all I want, really wanted to touch I think I like, in spoiler yeah. territory was okay. that. Okay. So. The horse flip, yeah. I mean, if we're, can we talk about, because I want to mention Rock, actually, in another not very good movie. Says fuck even better in Doom. He says Semper Fi, motherfucker, and it's he does. awesome. It's he does. so cool. So. And you know what? He says fucking uh, Fast Five as well. His first line: "Get the fuck out of my way." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so got good fucks. He, yeah. yeah, he's good at it. Yeah. He's the guy to go to for PG thirteen fucks. <laughs> he's got the PG thirteen fucks like Captain America has the kids. I'm just yes. Um, one thing I want to say real quick, and I, I want to get this out of the way because it has to be talked about. Um, I mentioned earlier. We all mentioned earlier that. That this movie kind of is a little bit of a lie, like at first, like the yes. whole movie's kind of technically a lie, which in theory is very interesting. The idea that Hercules isn't really the guy that you hear about in the legends, that he really was basically just a human, just a guy who was really strong mm-hmm. and like was pretty good at fighting, um, and apparently saying fuck. And yeah. uh, he. You know, like in theory, that's interesting. And actually, they've done a movie like this before. Uh, King Arthur, Antoine, Antoine uh, Fuqua's Fuqua. not King Fuqua. Arthur. <laughs> We're celebrating it now. Antoine Fuqua. Uh, <laughs> Antoine Fuqua's uh, King Arthur um, kind of tries to do a similar thing, and so does really Scott's Robin Hood, where they try to take the legend, break it down, and try to fit it into a historical context. Where like maybe this is where the legend started. Right. This real guy inspired this myth, and. Those movies are pretty successful with that. I know a lot of people don't like King Arthur. I think it's a pretty cool movie. But the thing about that movie is it, it sticks to its guns. This one, they're like, no, he's not the son. Like, they, like, they don't necessarily straight up tell you he's not the son of Zeus. But, like, they make a pretty clear point to tell you, like, he's bullshitted all of these trials. Yes. And, but then they have him doing stuff like like punching guys and launching them 70,000 feet in the air. The Rock is a strong dude. And judo flipping a horse. A horse. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And, and they're pretty much, like... Like moving statues and yes. like you know like like doing stuff that no human could do. So I don't know. I feel like you could have made a very cool movie that was just Hercules doing awesome shit with monsters for an hour and a half, or you could have made a very cool movie that was like a kind of a, a grounded, realistic portrayal of who Hercules really was in in ancient times. You could have done either one of those movies, and they kind of tried to do both. <laughs> yeah, they did both, and it made it more campy than it needed to be. It didn't, yeah. And, I mean, believe me, I expected nothing less than campy from The Rock <laughs> and Brett Ratner doing a Hercules movie. But I guess I, I'm bummed that they didn't... I would have preferred them... Certainly this this filmmaking duo, I would have preferred to go, preferred to go in the direction of fight monsters for two hours. But, I mean, even the other one might have been interesting. I don't know. And Brett Ratner's directed Red Dragon, which I thought was fantastic. So yeah, it was a great he, he can do movies that aren't like goofy and over the top. Right. I mean, it's possible. But, yep. Um, that's I just want to get that out of the way because I, you know, I don't know. I the scene, the, the first five minutes is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was, was, I was like, yeah, okay, was cool. I'm into it. Like, I'm down. Like, here we go. And I was like, oh shit, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he fought all the monsters already. It literally, I think it was literally like four minutes, and then it was like done. 
And that, honestly, that is most of what was in the trailers. Yeah. Him fighting the monsters, mm-hmm. which is pretty obvious that that's the selling point. Like, you're like, yeah, I want to go see this. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, Tim, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, a couple things. Sure. Um, I mean, first of all, I kind of bought it. Okay. It's The Rock. Fair no, enough. I, I didn't buy it at all. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> I, was, this, I was like... <laughs> I'm liking this at a goofy level, so it's not, I'm not going to defend it much. But it, the script, I want to go back to how terrible it is, because... The Rock, Hercules himself faces, like, no challenge the entire movie. Like, there's no, like, obstacle that he has to overcome, really. I mean, I guess he has to, uh, he gets captured. Like, he's never in any real danger. No. At all in this movie. So it's really, really uninteresting on that level. Um, That's what what I thought was kind of funny. Um, Yeah, he has no trouble doing anything. (laughs) I mean, they even even set up scenes, like, the the horse flip scene, for instance. They set it up, like, like, the way, I mean, the music... The, the shots they use, everything sets it up like, this is about to be a battle with him and this leader, this tyrannical leader of yeah. this. You know, and then it's just like, <laughs> fucking centaurs. <laughs> and you're like, that's it? <laughs> that was a lot. All they had to do is flip the guy. That's yeah. it. And then they, like, the, the last fight, they're kind of chicken shits. Like, they're just pushing fire at guys. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one actually, like, they don't actually do anything. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, John Hurt. Yeah, oh, He's hilarious in this movie. Yeah. He is, this is over the top. Um, he's a seer. Yeah, no, he, uh, no, he was he's, um, the, he's the evil, like the one, the twist. Oh, gotcha, the bad twist guy. bad guy. Um, Ian McShane is the seer. Is the seer, and Ian McShane is also hilarious in the yeah. movie. Oh like, my god, because I believe he's playing his character from Hot Rod. Uh, he and, totally is. And, and maybe that's also why I like this movie because it reminded me of Hot Rod and Hot Rod's basic. <laughs> So. I know Tim actually referred to Ian McShane as Hot Rod's dad in a text me, <laughs> which is really funny to me. Ian McShane's done a lot in his career, but that's what I will remember him for. That and getting him confused with Sergeant Hines. So, um, what no, else? I love that basically the, the, the only joke, real real joke, like running gag in this movie is when is Ian McShane going to die? Yeah. And that, that, that reminded me of Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> So I, that that made me laugh too. Look at this, yeah. Just throw it out there. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk out that was dumb. Um, John Hurt's death scene, which is the funniest fucking thing on the planet. Yeah. yeah. Oh my oh, god, it's was, so good. That was hilarious. John Hurt, so he gets tackled by a statue that the Rock throws, and right? he doesn't get crushed. He just kind of like it, like bumps him off a cliff, and he's like, and he's still <laughs> yelling. Like, ah! they, that's hilarious. That's Brett Ratner. Like, Brett Ratner's my boy for that because he follows him the whole way down. Like, it's like, it reminded me of another fantastic movie, MacGruber, where <laughs> where they follow, like, Val Kilmer is falling, and then as he's falling, MacGruber starts peeing on him. Spoilers for MacGruber. You should have seen it by now. <laughs> um, but, like, they just follow the way down, and MacGruber just starts doing awful things to Val Kilmer during his death. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, I love this. Basically, the, our favorite parts of this movie are just reminding us of comedies. Like, <laughs> the comedies by the Lonely Island guys. <laughs> Uh, um, do I want to touch on anything else? No. Okay. I, I will. I will say one of the one of the funnier moments too in the in the movie is the um, the hilarious carriage flip where the carriage flips like over as the heroes are riding on it. Yeah. And the female lead or like one of the female leads, his his female compatriot, I guess. The, the Amazon. The, yeah, the yeah. with the bow and arrow is kind of a badass. She, like, lands perfectly, does a somersault, like, flips her hair back and starts shooting arrows again, and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> oh, it was so graceful. <laughs> I kind of like, though, I kind of like that Hercules had a crew. I did. No, yeah, totally. I kind of like yeah. that. And I kind of like that they had their own thing. And, like, the one guy was, like, a dog man. They, they kept chained up in the corner. That was really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I liked that. That was stupid. I, um, liked... I did, like, the, uh... Middle action scene. There's a really fun action scene in the middle, and where they go against that whole army, and it's it's really kind of a Looney Tunes thing. Where is it? Syrian Hines is just going around and yeah. like with like two spears, just killing everybody. Oh yeah, the chariot. Sir- yeah, I call him Syrian Hines like, again. again. Hot Rod's dad. Like the sword sticking out of the yeah, sides, yeah, yeah. and it's just plowing through those green dudes. Yeah, he has this really dumb looking look on his face too. He's <laughs> just kind of like, yeah, he's just cruising. <laughs> It's, I wish we got a picture of that because it's not a visual podcast. No, <laughs> no, he's got a really silly look on his face. He looks so disinterested in what's going on. <laughs> um, and then I thought the uh, the I am Hercules part, which is awful in the trailer, I really liked the movie because um, Ian McShane's character got it right. Um, it's just, it. it's like pet talking him. He's like uh, he's like Rocky's corner man during the whole thing, yep. and and like it, the music swells up and it kicks in and. Uh, you talked about it, but he pulls a God of War move, yep. where he just swings two big boulders on this guy, and it's, people clapped in my theater, which I thought was That's hilarious. Amazing. Wow! So, 
I, that part was much better in the movie than in the trailer because I did not like it in the trailer. So no, yeah. I, I agree. I, giving it some context, I think, yes. helps. You know, having it just like as a backtrack on the trailer was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was like that Rocky Mickey moment, like yes. in this corner, and it exactly. was just like, man, you got this. Yes. But I, I did like the God of War moment. I thought it, was, it's, it had to be a total nod to those games, which I think are fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Um, Maybe so Brett Renner just wanted to make a God of War movie, and it didn't happen. Yeah, I guess he's like, fuck it, Hercules. I yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, and uh, the fighting style. His fighting style with the club. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, I loved it, because oh, Hercules' fighting style is great in this, because he's mostly stationary the whole time, just swinging a club at people. It just... Around the, sound, in a circle. the sound that it was making yes. when it was hitting the dudes wearing the armor. <laughs> oh my god! It was just that thud. It, it like, was really cool. Yeah, uh, he has like no fighting skill. No, no not at all. <laughs> he just waits for them to run at him and just goes. <laughs> it's it, literally just brute force. Like no skill, nothing. It's, it's like just, a beat 'em up video game where you just kind of stand and hit the button. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Diablo in a movie. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, when is Brett Ratner going to direct Streets of Rage, the movie? That's all <laughs> he, he'd probably make a pretty good Streets of Rage movie. It'd be a killer Streets of Rage yeah, movie. Yeah. Get fight. on it, B-Rats. Get on it. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. I think I think we're about tapped out for, yeah, uh, I'm yeah. good. for Hercules here. We're going to uh, we're gonna jump into some feedback. We do have some feedback this week. Right on. Which we're very excited to get into. A uh, friend of the show, Yoop, uh, wrote us about... Oh, well, in response to a few things, um, his email says... Hey guys, in your last episode you asked who saw Maleficent. That was Tim. I did. Um, I saw Maleficent and I think it's a watchable film. Not great, but also not boring. My biggest annoyance in the movie were the other fairies. The only things they did was slap, were slap each other. Uh, this can be funny <laughs> to children, but most adults will find it stupid. Also, one of the fairies is played by Juno Temple. And I know some of you are not the biggest fans of... Who I know some of you are not the biggest fans of here. That's me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this movie has its moments and it makes it watchable if you don't think about it too much my girlfriend has a different opinion she liked the movie a lot but mostly because she's a diehard Kingdom Hearts player and she always has trouble killing Maleficent in that game um, <laughs> so she was a big fan of watching it get beat up in this movie apparently nice right um, so I would recommend it if you're looking for a movie to watch with your girlfriend that also likes fantasy movies or with kids um, I also want to thank you for recommending Definitely Maybe. I watched this last night and loved every bit of it. That was probably Alex. It's a fantastic um, movie. It is a fantastic movie. I'm really happy that you liked it. You, it's, it's super awesome. You're a man of refined taste, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, last but not least, I came up with a game for you guys to play. Movie Trivia Tackle. All the players take five pieces of movie trivia from IMDb. The goal is for the other two guess from which movie the trivia is. Um, if, it is if that's too long, you can give the year of the movie to help break it down. Um, the one with the most points wins. Very cool idea. I like this idea. Um, I th- we will definitely, if we didn't have so much Comic-Con news this week, we probably would have done, done this. Yeah, we'll have to jump into it. We'll definitely, uh, maybe we can do that next week for you. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and if you have any more ideas, please send us, please send us those you. Um, as always, keep up the good work, especially the fan cast, fa- fan cast, because those are awesome and hilarious. Cheers, you. We will also continue doing fan castings, because they are awesome and hilarious, I think. So. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, please, send us feedback. Um, we love hearing from you guys, and uh, honestly, even with, like, the rotating eight members of this podcast that we have, we don't always have good ideas. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> if you can send us your ideas, uh, not only will you be able to listen to things that you actually want to hear, but we won't have to struggle to figure things out. Um, you can send us feedback by calling us at 248-733-5MFN, which is 248 um, you can il- email us at feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com. You can uh, send us feedback at facebook.com slash midwestfilmnerdspodcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at mfnpodcast. Um, and don't forget to check out the website midwestfilmnerds.com for all past episodes with show notes. Um, that about does it for this week. We're hercules out. Yeah. Um, next week, we will be reviewing James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy. Which we're super excited about. Yes, sir. And um, maybe James Brown Celebrity Hot. Uh, yeah, maybe James Brown Celebrity Hot Tub Party. There <laughs> might be a special segment devoted just to that. Um, thanks again to John, Mr. John on Twitter for uh, music and Pleasure. artwork, and joining us on air. Um, oh, it's all. I'm having a great time, guys. I'm glad you're having fun. That is good. Um, anything you want to talk about this week? I uh, just shout out to my band Mod Orange. And uh, if you feel like looking at some of my art, you can check it out at mrjohndesign.com. That's M R J O N D E S I G N. Awesome. Sweet. Cool. All right, fellas and ladies and listeners and dogs and cats and turtles and Greek demigods. um, (laughs) That about does it for us. Uh, Kyle XY, go watch a movie.